Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval, renaissance, and baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. It's football season, which means time for marching band. Wind bands have been tickling our ears for centuries, in war, on the athletic field, and in the concert hall. This hour on Harmonia, it's time to strike up the band. Our featured release is the 2004 recording War and Faith, which specifically showcases wind band music composed to demonstrate political power.
Military Music for Organ and Wind Instruments by Giorgio Manerio. Ensemble La Fenice performed with Eduardo Bellotti on organ. For millennia, wind instruments were used in battle to sound alarms and amplify commands. As warcraft became more complex, wind, brass, and percussion instruments played specific patterns to signal commands. In The Art of War, Machiavelli instructs that the captain use the trumpets in indicating when soldiers should stop or go forward or turn back, and when they should fire the artillery, and those trumpets afterwards should be followed by drums. He adds that the instruments play, quote, not as they are presently, but as they are customarily sounded at banquets. That is, to play musically complex sounds at different pitches rather than simple bugle calls. Composers mimicked these patterns in pieces intended more for the concert hall than the battlefield. Let's hear a piece that brings those military sounds onto the stage.
We heard an aria della battaglia performed by Hesperion 20 and directed by Jordi Saval. That was from the 2016 Deutsche Grammophon re-release of the 1982 recording Battaglie Elementi. Although military pieces were usually performed on wind instruments, the musical gestures popularized in military music were eventually appropriated for use on other instruments as well. In William Byrd's harpsichord piece, The Battle, we hear ascending triads and rapidly articulated rhythms on a single note, mimicking trumpets and the distant rat-a-tat-tat of military drumming.
We heard excerpts from William Byrd's piece, The Battle, performed by Elizabeth Farr. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia Early Music. From the Middle Ages until today, wind bands have played regularly for royal events throughout Europe. They serve a dual purpose, celebrating a specific event and demonstrating the wealth and power of the monarchy. Here is Lully's Air pour le carousel de Monseigneur, Les airs de trompette, timbales et hautbois, written for double reeds, brass, and percussion. The music demonstrates the great power of the Sun King, Louis XIV of France. Thank you. 
Music from Lully's Air pour le Carousel de Monseigneur, performed by the Collegium Musicum of Paris under the direction of Roland Duat. Let's move across the English Channel to Great Britain. Here, George Frederick Handel was charged with composing music to celebrate the Treaty of Aix-la-Chapelle, which ended the War of Austrian Succession in 1758. The result was Handel's Music for the Royal Fireworks. The piece is scored for large wind ensembles supported by strings, including nine trumpets, nine horns, 24 oboes, 12 bassoons, three pairs of kettle drums, strings, and more. Apparently, King George II didn't want to include strings at all, writing to Handel to say that he, quote, hoped there would be no fiddles. The piece was premiered in a specially constructed theater along the Thames, complete with an extensive fireworks display. According to observers, at least one pavilion caught fire and burned down. Let's hear the overture from Handel's Music for the Royal Fireworks.
We heard the overture to Handel's Music for the Royal Fireworks. Trevor Pinnock led the English concert on that 1997 recording. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, fostering the performance, scholarship, and community of early music on the web at earlymusicamerica.org. I'm Angela Mariani. Welcome back. This hour on Harmonia, we're inviting you to join us as we strike up the band. In addition to being heard on the battlefield and in the concert hall, Renaissance and Baroque wind bands played for all kinds of civic holidays and celebrations. In Leipzig, Stadtpfeifers enjoyed the benefits of full-time employment and the protection of guilds. However, in time, freelance musicians began to encroach on the territory of these established groups of professional wind players. Bierfiedler violinists played in beer gardens and taverns, and a variety of other freelancers took gigs playing at parties and around town. Due to the rise of a variety of other kinds of freelance musicians, the Stadtpfeifers of old eventually receded into the background.
We heard Ora Decima Musicorum Lipsiensium by Johann Christoph Petzel. Music for Wind Band performed by the Friedemann Immer Trompet Consort and the Leipzig Bläserkollegium. At its height, the city of Venice loved to celebrate its vast wealth with music. Like his uncle Andrea Gabrielli before him, Giovanni Gabrielli served for many years as organist at St. Mark's Basilica in Venice. His duties included not only playing the organ for services, but also composing music for both special and everyday occasions, as well as directing performers in small and large-scale ensembles. Let's hear Giovanni Gabrielli's Canzona and Sonata Number no. 2 for six players.
Music by Giovanni Gabrielli from Hyperion's 2015 recording Gabrielli in Venice, featuring His Majesty's Sackbutts and Cornets, directed by Jeremy West. You can find hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Wind bands were often called upon to perform at the most grandiose of state occasions, especially when a big show of political or military power was called for. The battaglia was an entire genre of music dedicated to showcasing the military strength of the big, powerful European monarchies of the Renaissance and Baroque eras. Perhaps the most famous battaglia ever written was La Guerre by Clément Janequin. The piece was so well known that newly composed masses and motets based on it continued to appear for centuries after its completion in the late 16th century. Let's hear La Guerre from our featured release, War and Faith.
We heard Clément Janaquin's La Guerre, directed by Gianpaolo Fagotto. Like many Flemish composers of his day, Matthias Vercore spent much of his career in Italy. He wrote a battaglia for the court at Milan that celebrates the Battle of Pavia. We heard Matias Vercores' La Battaglia Tatiana. Learn more about recent early music releases on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. Special thanks to Charlie Rausch for his help obtaining copies of hard-to-find recordings. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Sarah Hoopsch. Thanks to our studio engineer, Michael Pashkash, and our staff, Janelle Davis and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ and engineer Rachel Boyd at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Our producer is Elizabeth Clark, our executive producer is John Bailey, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. Harmonia.